0: Good morning, Colorado. Here we go. Gary Bell, Brad Pollack. The Bell and Pollack Legal Show, the only show of its kind. You know we are here to give you information. You know we're injury attorneys, and we want you educated. At Bell and Pollack, we educate and advocate for you. Listen, if you have information, it's powerful. It's empowering. The insurance company doesn't have so much power over you if you've been injured in a crash or a trauma. It's it's devastating enough as it is, but you must have a legal game plan, and Bell and Paula can give you one. We have we wrote a book called Legal Game Plan, and our website is championsofthepeople.com. That's championsofthepeople.com. It's an information-loaded website. We now have ten books there. Right, our most recent book is on U.M. U.I.M. coverage. All of our books are free to you. You can download or an e-copy free anytime. And if you want a hard copy, all you have to do is come by our law firm. We're right in our law firm right now. You can come by and just drop by. Walk in, ask the receptionist for a book, and guess what? You'll be given the book you want. And if you want more than one book, guess what? That's okay. Why? Because we want you to be educated. You have to have the information. If you do not let these people take advantage of you, Right, you're not going to. So now, today's subject, Brad. We're talking about um, the mistakes. You know, there's sometimes we call them seven mistakes, ten mistakes. We wrote a book on the mistakes that you can make in a workers' comp case, and that we wrote. We wrote 18 mistakes here today. We're talking about car crashes. You can make mistakes and wreck and ruin your own injury claim. So let's kick off on that, Brad, and educate everybody on what you really, really should pay attention to and not do.
1: The first one that I think uh, we always have to look at, and we, we've we even done uh, little pamphlets with this, and uh, if anybody wants a pamphlet from us, uh, it's not a pamphlet, it's kind of like an envelope where you can hold your, your registration and your driver's license, those kind of things, but we, we have on there what you should do in the event of a crash, and there are certain things you need to do in the event of a crash when it first happens and the the main thing you need to do is you need to take the circumstances of the injury or the crash itself you need to document it you need to you know nowadays everybody at least one person in each car is going to have a car phone mm-hmm. uh take some photos uh get yourself the information on who ran into you or and and what what they did and take photos of the person who ran into you and take photos of their car, take photos of the damages to the car, take photos of your own damages, take photos of where the the debris fell on the street so you know where the point of impact occurred. Uh, Take photos of, of everything you can and then get the information about what happened and how it happened and what they were doing and why did they run into you and how did they run into you. Now, a lot of times this can't be done by you because you're waiting for an ambulance. Or you're, or you're waiting, or your passenger is waiting for an ambulance. And yeah, you know, it's easy for me to sit here at, at my table and say to somebody, go do all these things. As you're sitting there with a loved one or somebody that's in your car injured and you're trying to get him the ambulance. Or maybe the person in the other car got hurt. and You're trying to get him the ambulance. You're trying to get him helped, And sometimes you don't realize what kind of injury you have. And you don't understand what it's done to you. Uh, and your your your, your adrenaline is going but you, you need to try and take as much information about the circumstances and record as much information about the circumstances as you can talk into your phone and talk about what happened and, and, and give an explanation of what happened so you have it what i can tell you is is the contrary to some of the ads you see don't be calling somebody at the scene of the crash an attorney at the scene of the crash to see if the attorney is going to represent you uh you know there'll be time to uh, there's plenty of time to call the attorney you don't need to do it at the scene of the crash when you've got people who are hurt we've got traffic being backed up when you've got cars that need to be pushed out of the way or taken out of the way you've got police showing up and and the police are trying to get a statement and you're saying just a minute i'm talking to an attorney to see if they'll take my case
0: Right, I mean, that's one way to just automatically destroy your case. Today we're talking about, this is the Bell and Pollock Injury Show. Gary Gary Bell, Brad Pollock, we are injury attorneys. Uh, our website, championsofthepeople.com. We're talking about ways that you can totally ruin and wreck your own injury case. So you're going to want to avoid those. You're going to listen to this and not do those, or do just the opposite. And One, one of which, Brad just covered... Don't just ignore the circumstances of the crash. You've got cell phones. You've got videos recorders on them. And witnesses. If you have the names of a witness, I can't tell you how many people walk into our office and say, man, the, you know, Gary, Brad, there was a witness, and she said, you know, I'll give you a call. And she took down my number, but I don't have anything for her. I'm telling you what. Witnesses are, are critical and, and important and if you ever tried to negotiate with an insurance company on an accident, especially an intersection accident, when one car pulls in front of the other, you better have some witnesses. Number two, this is how you can ruin your own case. Just don't go get medical help. You say, you know, just suck it up. Say, I'm hurt, my back hurts, my neck hurts, whatever, my hip hurts, kind of pain is, is radiating into my hip, transferring from my back to my hip. But I think it will be over in a couple, of three days. And so just... Don't go get medical help, and you will ruin your own medical case.
1: Well, you're certainly not going to do it any good. No. Uh, you know, it, it's it's hard to document that you're in pain, uh, or you got to have a reason why you didn't go get the medical help. What was going on? What was happening? Uh, it, 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 you know, did you really think it was going to go away? What made you think it was going to go away? Sometimes you have these uh, pains in your back and your neck, and you think, oh, that's going to go away. Uh, people live for a, a a a week with with pains in their back and their neck and sometimes uh that they're going to be still be okay but the bottom line is you need to go get medical help you need to if you have uh if you don't have a way to get medical help you need to contact an attorney and make arrangements to get your medical help
0: but brad let's make sure everybody understands that does not mean brad brad pollock and gary bell here we're not saying you must go to the emergency room that's not automatic i mean you can and, and insurance companies look for that. But getting a, a, immediate medical help does not necessarily, Brad, mean going to the emergency room every time. No, it doesn't mean that. It means getting medical help. Contact your
1: doctor. I've, I've had cases where there's been a contact made to the doctor, and they still have two weeks before they can get in. You know, I, 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 I'll tell you one thing is, is don't play uh, tough guy or tough lady and say, oh, you know I, I don't really have any injuries. I'm not really hurt when you really are. But, you know, get, get medical help. I mean, when you're hurt, you go to the doctor. And the purpose of the doctor is to try and get you out of pain and to overcome the injuries. And, you know, sometimes they go hand in hand. Other times as well, we can't really overcome the injuries. That may need a surgery. That may need additional care. But we're going to try and do something to alleviate your pain.
0: Well, yeah, and let's make you the insurance company for a second, okay? You're the insurance company, and I'm the injured victim. And I'm contacting you, or my attorney is, and we want to get paid for my injuries. And then you ask me, I'm the injured victim now, you're the insurance company. You ask me, well, did you go to the emergency room? No. Did you go to the doctor? Not really. Well, when was the first time you ever went to the doctor after this crash? Well, I, would, I don't know. I would say about three, four months later. What kind of picture does that give you? doesn't make sense. And, and you might be legitimately hurt, but they're going to look at the documentation of your medical visits And so if you want to ruin your case or hurt it or significantly impair it, then just don't seek medical attention when you need it. We're not talking about making anything up here. We're talking about legitimately seeing medical professionals for your symptoms from the car crash. That's correct. Go get your medical help. All right. The next area, the next way you can ruin your case is minimizing your injuries. Okay. Again, we're not telling you to make anything up. I can't tell you how many times we make this clear to our clients. Do not make anything up. That's another way to ruin your case. Start making things up. But don't minimize it. Here's what we see a lot. People come in, and they go to therapy, and the therapist says, well, what's your pain level today? I one out of a 10. And if it's really, really, really a 7, why would you say it's a 2? It
1: doesn't make sense. It, it makes no sense at all. Why, why would you say that? Why, why do you do that? Are you, are you trying to make the physical therapist feel better because they saw you two days earlier and you're trying to make, say they did something great for you when they really didn't? I mean, you know, it, 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 there, it goes without explanation, and that makes it very difficult because why wouldn't anybody believe it's a two? They they would believe it's two. Well, it goes in the
0: records as a two. It Goes in the records. And the insurance a two? company says you reported a two, a level a pain level of two.
1: And you're never going to be able to explain to somebody that it was higher than a two. And I just decided to lie about what I, what my pain level
0: was. Right. I just tried to minimize it. Well, it doesn't make sense. So you don't want to minimize it. And one thing we forgot at the scene, Brad, you must you must always call the police. I mean, don't don't, don't let somebody talk you into. Uh, well, let's just drive away. Hey, let's exchange information. You must call the police. Absolutely call the police. Get, get them down there to, uh, to do
1: something. Hopefully they're going to take a report and they're going to do something. Hopefully they don't show up and say, well, we're not going to do anything. And, you know, and that's, that's another thing that happens quite often. The, the police show up and they say, anybody hurt? And everybody go, nope, not hurt. No, nope, not, not, not here,
0: not, not here. Not
1: hurt. And so they go, okay, well, just, just, call, just, just do a, a, a report on the computer and they take off right now, now you've just said you weren't hurt now m- maybe you didn't feel hurt and you know you don't don't lie and say oh i'm hurt when you don't feel hurt correct but the, but the bottom line is is that you want to try and get the police to take the report
0: to do the accident report right there sometimes the police don't want to do it yeah and, and many times uh, so it's legitimate if you don't feel hurt at the scene you got adrenaline flowing like crazy you're confused You you want you know what happened? I was you know I was on my way home. I was six minutes away from home. Boom, so. But the problem is, Brad and I've heard it a lot. I had this accident on Friday night, and so I thought, wow, if I could just go home, that's okay. That's legitimate. Fine, you don't have to be rushed off to the emergency room. But a lot of clients tell us by the next morning I couldn't even get out of bed, I couldn't move, and then they go seek medical help. All that's okay. That's not. That's not doing it wrong. That's doing it correctly. You know, a lot of problems, but with people uh, I have are people who
1: work out or are engaged in some kind of exertion, contact sport, or something else, and you know they, they play flag football. Or, or they played soccer or they played some sport where they they 'll take hits and it 'll knock them down and uh, and they they go through uh, some kind of pain and they live with the pain for the week and by the next week they 're ready to go in the game again, and they 've lived with it for for the week and so to them, the pain from a crash is no big deal for a week until they start realizing this isn 't going away. Right. You know, now I've, I've had to live with this pain for a week, and it hasn't gone away. And, you know, not like the the pain that I got when I, when I hit somebody in flag football. Now it's a
0: different story. Yeah, and uh, all right, so the next tip we're going to give you is don't, we just said don't underestimate, don't minimize your injuries, but don't, don't overstate them either. I mean, that's one of the worst things that you can do, especially if you create new body parts. Well, I don't really hurt my, my left shoulder, but I think I'll say I do. That's wrong. Don't do that. It's going to ruin your case. So you don't want to minimize your injuries, but you don't want to overstate them, and you want to be legitimately truthful. And so those are two really, really big tips, and it's a fine line sometimes, but describe it the best that you can truthfully. Oh, that's exactly right. Describe it the best you can truthfully.
1: Uh, It's got to make sense. And if it doesn't make sense, it's going to be identified
0: as not making sense, and you're going to find yourself in a world of hurt. Right. So, what's the next? What's the next big, big problem? Is you have a pre-existing condition um, that you try to hide from your doctors or your lawyer? Don't do that. Tell us everything. Tell your doctors you had a pre-existing condition. Tell them you had back surgery two years ago. Okay, it's the truth. Don't try to hide it. It's going to affect your case. And and so and the other thing is. You know, not just pre-existing conditions, but as Brad has said many times, you know, 10 years ago, I was working in the yard, and I went to a chiropractor because I I sprained my back, but I was out of there. I never had any more treatment. The insurance company is going to call that a pre-existing condition, and they're going to say, you hurt your back 10 years ago. That's your real source of your problem. If you just would tell them, tell us, tell your lawyers, talk to a lawyer before you talk to the insurance company, but don't try to hide anything from your attorney, because There's ways to approach it if you had one chiropractic visit 10 years ago. But if you try to hide it, then it looks like you're not telling the truth. That's the part that hurts your case. That's exactly the part that hurts your case. You're trying to hide anything. Uh, Why would a
1: jury award you anything or a judge award you anything if you're hiding things, if you're not being honest and forthright, or if you show that you had a history of doing it leading up to trial? There's no reason for a jury or a judge to want to help you. The bottom line is just be truthful, open, and honest about what you are facing,
0: and legitimately report it. Okay, the next one is contributory fault. We see this a lot that you're you're partially or wholly at fault for the accident. And insurance companies love to love to do this. If you don't have an attorney, if you don't understand, the questions that are going to come when you call. Make that first call to the adjuster. Look on our website, championsofthepeople.com. We have a button that you can hit to know what you need to know to know what you need to know and learn what you need to know when you talk before you ever talk to the adjuster the first time. But for, the f- but for crying out loud, for lack of a better term, do you understand that they're trying to get information from you to use against you? And if you're foggy and you're not clear about how the accident happened or you had an in- intersection accident or your spe- well, speed, well, how fast were you going? Well, I'm, I don't know. I guess I'm going, I was going 40 to 55 miles an hour, and that wasn't even close to your speed. Do you see what we're saying? You know, and then how much how much distance was there between you and the vehicle when you first saw the vehicle? I don't know, 100 yards. You're guessing. You don't want to guess. You want to be, you want to be accurate. Right.
1: If you don't know, don't know. Maybe we'll go back to the scene of the accident with you, and we'll try and talk about here's where the crash occurred. Let's talk about where people were. were, they about where that car is now, what was going on. Sometimes that can be dangerous depending on where you're going. But, you know, we'll try, we'll try and reconstruct it. But, you know, don't be making guesses that uh, are wild guesses that have no real uh, basis except for, you know, you're, you're just trying to give them an answer and hoping for the best that it's right.
0: Next, next, what you don't want to do is don't hide prior accidents. We just talked about don't hide prior conditions, pre-existing conditions. Don't hide prior accidents. If you had a car accident four years ago, eight years ago, tell your lawyer. Talk to your attorney first before you talk to the insurance company. How many times am I going to have to say that? But don't hide prior accidents. Brad, that can kill your case right away. Yeah, well, once again, it's there. It's going to be
1: on a record somewhere. There's nothing that isn't on a record nowadays, folks. And, and there's nothing that you can't, that doesn't come up and, and is made known to the public. It's always going to be there. So you might as well just talk about it, bring it out. Uh, chances are you put it on your Facebook. Or you put it on some social media four years ago, and, the, and the, the opposing counsel or the adjuster on the other side can just pull up your, your social media and take a look and see what you got on it and
0: know about your prior accident. So why not just bring it out? If you If you don't think, those defense lawyers, don't look at your social media, as my mother used to say, you got another thing coming, pal, all right? The insurance companies look at it, and the defense lawyers look at it. Look, let's, let's, uh, w- Brad, and I'll be honest with you. We have, we have in our law firm as lawyers working attorneys who used to work for insurance companies, and they got tired of it and sick of it, and they want to represent you, people. So a couple of them work in our law firm. Do you know what they say? They say that they not only check your Facebook and social media, but they do it every day. One of them says he gets up in the morning, has a cup of coffee, and that's what he does, checks your social media. So wouldn't it be horrible for your case if you're trying to embellish your social media and you say, well, I had an accident Friday, but, man, everything's just fine. I came through it just flying colors. This is Sunday morning. I'm feeling really good. And you're not feeling really good. But you want to look good. On social media, you just might as well shoot yourself in the foot. I don't know who told me that saying, but you might as well don't go do that, but you might as well legally. Might be the same person who said you got another thing coming. <laughs> they, they kind of go hand in hand. <laughs> got another thing coming. And sometimes you got to have enough sense to get in and out of the rain. All right, so uh, these are the ways to destroy your case. But numero uno, I don't know if there's a number one, but a big one, and maybe numero uno is social media. They will check it. And they don't just check it once a month, they check it every day. And then, if somebody likes you, they try to find that one too. And then they try to do the whole circle. And they try to get it all encompassing. And they do it two days before trial. They do it during trial, folks. So, you need to contact an attorney. You can contact Brad Pollack or myself, Gary Bell. Our law firm is Bell and Pollack. We are injury attorneys, we're easy to find. We're the only attorneys, championsofthepeople.com. We are the champions of the people. We do educate you. We do help you. We do represent you, and we're glad to do it. We've been doing it for years. Hey, listen, put our experience to work for you. How's that? We have years of experience. Give us a call. Come in. And by the way, you get a free initial consultation, right? All lawyers say that. Wow. But at Bell & Pollock, you get a free legal game plan as well. We wrote a book called Legal Game Plan, Your Strategy Against the Insurance Company. Gary Bell, Brad Pollock, our telephone number is 303-795-5900. 303-795-5900. And our website, championsofthepeople.com, because we champion people's injury claims and cases. And we are your champions of the people see you next week.